Sino ang favorite Avenger mo? Thor. Just tell somebody next to you, what's your favorite Avenger? Like Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Avenger. You don't like that. Did you watch Avengers Endgame? Okay, no, spoil- no spoilers allowed here. No spoilers allowed. But the word Avenger, did you know, it comes from the old French word, Avenger. Avenger. So can you speak French now? Avenger. And, and it means to vindicate. It's ev- to even the score. You know, to settle a payment. It means to get satisfaction for a wrong. Parang it's a reaction to something that was done wrong to you, and then you you, you punished or vindicated the person who did it. Sa Tagalog, di ba, ganti. The avengement, the, the revenge, ganti. And most of the movies na action has a plot about vengeance. Kung mo, uh, iba-ibang story, but most of them has a, a, a sub-theme of, of vengeance. You know, taking revenge. You know, pinatay mo yung, yung, uh, kaibigan ko, so papatayan din kita. Even the political, uh, climate dito sa, sa San Fernando, La Union, and, and, and the Philippines, you know, uh, pinatay ng isang mayor, tapos gumanti na yung kabila. Tapos gaganti din yung mas mataas doon. And, and it just back and forth. So revenge is really a part of uh, the fallen world that we live in. No? But God is the ultimate avenger. If you look in the Old Testament, makikita mo yung word avenger many times. And it, it talks about uh, a God who is um, uh, on, the, on the path to, to justice. Gusto niya na talagang to make... Well, here's the bottom line of the word vengeance in the Bible, or avenger. It's the one who makes the wrong things right. Yan ang bottom line about the definition of an avenger. He makes the wrong things right. Kung gusto mo makita yung, yung big picture of the Bible and the universe, here's a spoiler alert for you. Not, not the movie, but this is the spoiler of what happens in the big picture of life, sa universe natin, is Satan, who is God's enemy, wronged God. Nagrebelde si Lucifer, you know, and Satan assaulted God and his creation. But Jesus came as the great and ultimate avenger to make all things new again, to make the wrong things become right. And you know, the story, the setting, just like sa in-game movie, there is a, a time travel. In case you haven't watched it, there's a little bit. But there's a time travel, and they go... Okay, sorry for that. But the, the story of our universe, the story of, of the, 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 this world, the human race, it all happens partly in the past. There's a part of the story, of course... Present. There's also a part of the story in the future. And remember, God is not limited to any time. He holds the whole book. So He can go to any point in time and accomplish His vengeance. Accomplish His heroic act. In the past, you know, hindi pa tayo pinapanganak, you know, and, and, and the, the Lucifer was one of 
angels and he rebelled against God in his pride and God cast him out with a third of the angels and he tried to corrupt God's creation. garden, And then he, he tempted and deceived Adam and Eve. And then God made this promise. I'm going to avenge this wrong. And here's what he said in Genesis 3.15. Because you've done this, you're cursed and you'll eat dirt. And I'm declaring war between you and the woman. Eve, the, the women. And it says, in between your offspring and her ultimate offspring, which would be Jesus, because God would come into the human race and be born of a woman. And here's what God promised. You might temporarily wound the offspring's foot, but he will crush your head. The ultimate Avenger will crush the enemy and make all wrong things right. So God is the ultimate avenger. Here's the good news. God fights for you. God is not fighting for himself. Parang si Captain Marvel. She's not fighting, you know, to protect herself or to make herself a better life. She's fighting for us. God is fighting for you, not for himself. He, ha- he, he He's no... The, the enemy is no match for him. Just like that. He could, but he's fighting for you to save you, to save planet earth and all of mankind. Satan is the enemy, not you. So, but when we read the Bible, be sure you read the Bible with the glasses of a new covenant. Because many people read the Bible and they say, Oi, galit ng Dios. He's, he's a vengeful God. Gag- you are not the enemy, ultimately. You are destined to be on God's side. And the last thing is this. The war is going to be bloody. Sabi mo bloody. Oh, the war is going to be bloody. Just read the Bible. All throughout the Bible, there's a theme of blood, 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 blood. The covenant and the avenging of God to make wrong things right, it will be bloody. And you know, on the cross, it was very, very bloody. The word avenger in Hebrew, in the, in the original language that the Bible was written in, is the word goel. All right, so can you say goel? Yeah, goel. And it's the word that means redeemer, avenger, it means um, the avenger of, of blood. And you can see this word in Isaiah chapter 41, verse 13 to 14. He says, I'll hold you by my right hand. I'm the Lord your God. And I say to you, don't be afraid. I'm here to help you. And he says, I'm a redeemer to you. Psalms 103, verse 4. He redeems, he goels your life from the pit and crowns you with love and mercy. Now the goel in the Hebrew or in the Israelite culture, yung si Goel was a designated relative. Okay, so meron kang hindi tagapagmana, pero isa sa mga relatives mo na malapit sa'yo who has the privilege and the right, he has the authority to act on your behalf. Parang meron siyang POA. 
power of attorney. You know, he's the goel. He can act on your behalf if you are in trouble, if you get into danger, or if you're in a need. And especially, it can be seen doing the story of Ruth. See Ruth, isang Moabite who was married to an Israelite. And dahil sa taggutom sa Israel, nag nagmigrate yung mga ilang Israelites sa ibang country, and that's where this guy married Ruth. Later on, namatay siya. So see Ruth, widow, and her mother-in-law, who's also a widow, says, uuwi na lang ako, ikaw, mag-asawa ka ulit. And she said, no, I'm gonna go where you go. Kung sinong Diyos mo, magiging Diyos ko yan. So Ruth came back to support and to be with Naomi, her mother-in-law. And then she met a guy, and the guy actually likes her. His name is Boaz. And nalaman ni Naomi, si Boaz, he was the goel of Ruth's late husband. He was the goel. He was the designated close relative, one of them, who could redeem Ruth. But redeem, what does it mean? It means to buy back property or even a person. Ibininta niya sa, kasi sinanglang lahat, kulang lang yung katawan niya, yung bung, so naging alipin. And this happened many times that it was people got so poor, they were in debt and they have to become a slave. But the goel could pay their debts, buy back all of their land, set them free, and yun ang ginawa ni Boaz kay Ruth. And then he even married her because another role of the goel was to marry the widow. You know, I have two brothers that died. And I'm glad I was not Jewish because now I would have three wives. And that's not a good story. <laughs> Because that was, that was common sa practice ng ancient Israel. Pag namatay yung asawa ng kapatid mo, you, you, you can marry their, their widow and then even have children. That's what Boaz did for Ruth. It was an act of kindness, of grace. He gave her provision, security, protection. And nakikita natin, this is what Jesus does for us. We were in debt for our sin, but He buys us back. He redeems us. He is our Goel. He's rich enough to do it. He's a relative because ang Diyos naging tao, just like us. And He's ready, ready and willing to do it. Now, another, another translation of the word Goel was the Goel Hadam, which means the avenger of blood. The avenger of blood. Nikikita mo ito sa Numbers chapter 35. When a man, you know, kills somebody, they have to assume that's murder. And isa sa mga commandments is thou shalt not murder. Okay? The King James says kill, but that's not right. It's Because it, God killed also. But it was murder that was prohibited. And so he said, if someone takes up a stick and uses it, a weapon, and you, you, you murder someone, then the law says that person, you nakapagpatay, he's gonna have to be killed. An eye for an eye, diba ganon? Blood for blood. There's the world of vengeance. <laughs> but, that person that can kill him, kasi wala pa silang masyadong, you know, legal system of the RTC or what. So, that person that can go after him, he has the right 
to the authority to track down the killer and kill him. That's called the Goel. He's the close relative. Alimbawa, kung, kung namatay yung kapatid mo, because someone murdered him, and you're the Goel, you're the blood avenger, you can go and kill that person. Wow. Aren't you glad we have a little bit different system today, you know? But here's the good, here's another role of grace. The city of refuge. God allowed six cities of refuge to be designated all throughout Israel. And if you killed someone, but it was not, it was an accident, then you can go to that city of refuge, na kung saan, you're protected. It's what we call a safe zone. And the community, the elders there would protect you and give you justice so that you will not be killed. And that is also a picture symbolizing the Lord Jesus, the name of our Lord and Savior. The righteous run to that safe zone. They run to that strong tower and they are saved. You know, the point was whoever enters inside the city would be saved. That's the only way you could be saved. You could be protected. Enter into the city. Friends, today, the only way, the only way, truth and life, how you can get to the Father, how you can be safe, is to enter into Christ. So this Goel, the the avenger, God is the ultimate avenger. Because He redeems us and He is the one who makes the wrong things right for us. He's not avenging against us. He's avenging for us. And he's the city of refuge. Psalms 46 verse 1 is one of my favorite verses. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in times of trouble. He's a strong tower. Isaiah 52 verse 12. You won't need to run. The Lord will go before you and be your rear guard. May canta si Chris Tomlin, the God of angel armies, is always by my side. He's the one who goes before me. He's the one who stands behind. He says, the, the one who reigns forever is a friend of mine. Now, among these definitions, Redeemer, the salvation zone, the avenger of blood, kung tayo ay mananatiling Old Testament mindset, you might get the wrong idea that God is going to punish you or 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 gaganti siya sayo because of our sins. But I want to tell you that God has a secret plan. You know, we we've heard this before in John chapter three verse sixteen. God so loved the world, He gave His Son. But verse seventeen, the very next verse says, God did not send. His son, okay, the ultimate avenger. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save it. And if you read in verse 18, the next verse again, it says those who believe in the son will not be judged. And those who don't believe are already judged. But the avenger is prophesied in Isaiah 25, verse 8. The sovereign Lord will destroy, not you, 
but will destroy death forever. He will wipe away all the tears from everyone's eyes and take away the disgrace. You can hear that same language in the book of Revelation when the story is in the future. I will wipe away all tears from their eyes. There will be no more crying, no more sorrow, no more death. Ang kalaban ng mga anak ng Diyos ng kanyang creation is death. Because the wages of sin is death. And Jesus Christ came as the ultimate avenger to make the wrong things right. And he began his attack on death. Sinong attack? He's attacking death. And he began his attack by humbling himself. Oh, it was a secret. It was a trick. I mean, it was a, a subtle, unexpected way to take over and bring back all of his creation. Philippians chapter 2, verse 6 to 11 says, Christ was the very truly nature of God. He was God, but he did not keep that role. He gave everything up, became like a slave, and became obedient, even until death. So that's his first step, that Christ came in as a baby, humbled himself. Next thing, of course, he had to become one of us in order to rescue us. You cannot rescue us unless he's one of us. At the same time, he's one of us, but no sin. And Hebrews chapter 2 talks about that, that it's only bilang isang human being, only as a human could he die. See, God could not die. He had to become a man to die. And only as a human being could he die. And only by dying could he break power of death. <laughs> Another version says, by embracing death and taking it into himself, he destroyed the devil's hold. I, I love this story. I heard about a story that there was a man driving in his car with his daughter. And his young girl, this daughter, started screaming. Help, help, Abba, you know, Abba, because, you know, there's a bee. There's a bee inside the car. And everyone in their family knows this girl is allergic to bee sting. So she was afraid that if, and they told her, if you ever get stung by a bee, it, it could, it could even be fatal. So she was panicked and worried about being stung by the bee. And the father stopped the car and reached out his hand and, 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 and just smashed the bee like this, got it in his hand. And the, the father said, ow! And what happened was the bee stung him and then started flying away, still in the car. So natatakot pa rin yung babae, yung anak niya, because the bee was not yet killed. But the father said, don't worry, he can't harm you because he already stung me. This was the kind of bee, alam mo naman, they can only sting once. They only have one stinger. So he can, that bee can no longer sting anyone ever again. Because he already stung the Father. This is how God redeemed us. Death, the Bible says, death, where is your victory? Where is your stinger? Wala na. It already went into Jesus. 
death went into Jesus. And if you're in Christ, he can never... That's why Jesus said, even though he dies, I'm the resurrection and the life. Yet shall he live. Hebrews 9, Hebrews 9 chapter 28. Christ was offered once for all time as a sacrifice to take away the sins of many people. And he will come again, but not to deal with our sins. Rather, to bring salvation to all who eagerly wait for him. And then Jesus, because Jesus lives now, we have assurance of total victory over death. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 10 says, He broke the power of death and illuminated the way to life and immortality. First Corinthians 15, 54, Natalo na ang kamatayan. Kompleto na ang tagumpay. Nasaan o kamatayan ang tanggup, tagumpay mo? Lana. Nasaan o kamatayan ang kamangdag mo? Wala. Just now, in Hebrews chapter 10, in verse 29, he says, think, you know, if, think about how bad it's gonna be sa mga hindi tumanggap ang libring, ang kaloob ng Diyos na walang bayad. Because it's not forced. The salvation is free, but it's not automatic. And so the writer of Hebrews in chapter 10, verse 29 says, Think how much worse the punishment would be for those who trampled on the Son of God and treated the blood of the covenant, which made us holy, as if it were common and unholy. See, and what... The avenger is still doing today, although there's going to be a, a final separation, a, a final judgment. But in Second Peter chapter 3, verse 9, the Bible says that the Lord is not really slow in doing or slow about his promise, as some people think. Some people think, well, you know, God's, Jesus is never coming back. Or they think God is too far, too busy. Wala siyang pakialam dito sa amin. We have to make our own life. No, there's promises of God. There's promises of the avenger to redeem you, to, to just, to vindicate you. If you're persecuted, you know, Jesus will do something about it. If you were abused, if you were hurt, if you were treated unfairly, God will do something about it. He makes the wrong things right. And even when you're the one who abused someone, you're the one who lied and stole and cheated, the avenger still has a way of making the wrong things right. And this verse says, no, he's not being slow. He's being patient for your sake. He doesn't want anyone to be destroyed. And so just in in conclusion here, a few points. There's two kinds of avengers. There's the righteous, just avenger. That's God. And then there's a fake avenger. And that is man. Me, you. You know, here's, here's an example. When Cain killed his brother Abel. And God said, where's your brother? And he said in chapter 4, verse 10 of Genesis, you know, the, the voice 
of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Ang sigaw ng dugo ni Abel is vengeance, vengeance. Gusto kong gumante. Kung buhay lang sana ako, gaganti ako sa kanya. That is man's vengeance. That's the utak tao. Fake avenger. But God's voice is different. He doesn't cry vengeance. He cries forgiveness. The blood of Jesus cries out a different message. It's forgiveness. Fake avengers is bad news. But when God does the avenging, it's good news. Man's avenging involves fighting. God's avenging brings freedom and peace. Man wants payback and God brings shalom. Man punishes the wrongs, but God's vengeance makes wrongs right. One is all about revenge, but God's vengeance is all about righteousness. The day when Jesus died, ito yung pinaka day of the battle. The day when Jesus died was the day when vengeance and justice was paid. Revenge is demanded by justice, but grace supplies redemption. In 2 Corinthians 5.21, you've heard this many times, that God made Jesus na walang kasalanan, siya'y naging kasalanan para sa atin, for our benefit, so that we could become the righteousness of God. The sinful man who is not righteous becomes righteous, and the righteous man who becomes sin this is the switch, the great exchange, kung paano si God ang gumawa ng kanyang master plan. And today, you might be thinking, you know, my boss hurt my feelings. My parents hurt. I want to get back at my brother. Gusto kong gumanti sa kapitbahay. Yung kinuha ng aking position. Yung, yung napahiya sa akin. You know, there's many things that happen. Uh, sasabihin natin, it's unfair. Gusto kong ng justice. I want to pay him back. I want to make, you know, mis- mis- minsan sa marriage din. Gusto pong, ano, paparamdaman ko na yung, yung sakta na ginawa sa akin, I, I, I'm gonna pay it back. I want you to feel what I feel. And that is man's way of justice. But here's the thing. Write this down. I don't seek, I do not seek revenge for those who hurt me. Why? Because Romans chapter 12, verse 19 says, Do not take revenge, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. Ako ang ultimate avenger. I will repay. And I love those words. This is what God is saying. I will repay. Who's going to pay? Somebody has to pay. If you were wronged, that's not right. Somebody's got to repay. Pastor, why are you telling me to forgive? Bakit lagi mo sinasabing patawarin mo siya? Imali siya. He was wrong. Kaya nga, you don't forgive someone who's right. 
Diba? Logical ba yun? Of course, he's wrong. You don't forgive someone who's right. But God says, I'm going to pay. And you know what? Jesus did pay for it. He did. And don't take matters into your own and seek revenge. Don't retaliate. Leave it to God. He'll be true. He'll be perfect. Hindi siya nagwawala. God is not the incredible Hulk. Na walang pagpipigil sa sarili. He does the right thing at the right time. And so just, hayaan mo na si God na mag-execute ng kanyang perfect vengeance in His perfect way. So anong gagawin ko? The next verse, chapter 12, verse 20 of Romans. If your enemy is hungry, feed him. Okay, sino marunong magluto dito? Of course, and you have some enemy, you know, mag, mag, maghanda ka na, ano, bigyan ng brownies or pancit or, you know, mango. if your enemy is hungry, you bring some food to the office. Get, cook some food for that uh, neighbor. Do so, you know, here's the thing. If your enemy is hungry, feed him. And don't put poison in it. <laughs> if he's thirsty, give him something to drink. And here's what the Bible says. In doing this, you'll reap. You'll, you'll heap. Pala. You'll heap. You'll put, you'll put on. You'll pour on. Burning coals on his head. Ayun ang ganti mo The point is, don't repay evil with evil. You overcome evil with good. And who knows, your kindness might lead that person to repentance. Because it's the goodness of the Lord that leads a person to repentance. Leviticus chapter 19 verse 18 said, Don't seek revenge. Don't bear even a grudge against any of your people. Love your neighbor as yourself. So here's the thing. There's two kinds of avenger, man and God, and God is the ultimate. And just quickly, there's also two kinds of judgment. Everybody say judgment day. In Greek, the word judgment is krino, and it basically means to separate. Jesus talked about the judgment day when he said, on that day, there's going to be a separation between sheep and the goats. It's black and white. Simply lang, you're either in Christ or you're outside of Christ. Wala pong gray. It's black and white. Well, it's not about I'm a little bit good and sometimes bad. It's it, Are you in Christ? That's the only thing. Judgment is when there is a pronouncement or an, a, a pronouncement of an opinion. It's a distinguishing of right and wrong. And the Bible calls this sometimes the, the judgment seat of Christ. That's in Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. But there's also a, a term they use in Revelations chapter 20. It says it's the great white throne. Either way, parehong upuan ito. And the Bible says we're all going to stand there before Christ, and to be judged. There's going to be this time when the Lord is going to take vengeance, but it's not about your sins. For a person who received Jesus, 
Judgment day for you. Here's the point. You can write this down. I will not fear my judgment because it already happened in the past. Diba sabi ko sa'yo kanina, there's time travel. God is not limited to time. Nandito tayo sa 2019. Kung ikaw ay tumanggap kay Jesus, nakikipag-isa ka kay Kristo. And in the past, you get united to Jesus on that cross. Your sins do not get pushed away. Your sins get judged. Hindi binawasan ng Diyos ng parusa. Hindi pinospone ng Diyos ng parusa. Ang kasalanan mo, may kabayaran. Ano yun? Kamatayan. But the good news is, your judgment has already happened. And now when you stand before Christ, He will not be judging you. He'll be judging your works. To see, this is kind of like, think about it, it's kind of like rewards ceremony. That if you've done something motivated by Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, ito ay mananatili at sasama sa iyo sa langit, sa eternity. Kung ang ginawa mo is pakitang tao, wrong motives, you did uh, bad works, you did selfish uh, ambitions, this I will, it will just be burned off of you. The works will be judged. You're saved by grace through faith. But all of your works will just be fizzled away, burned to ashes, and only what was done through Christ will accompany you to eternity. Why? For God's glory. It's all about God's glory. But see, don't ever fear judgment day. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 is very clear. For those who are in Christ, ngayon, there is no more condemnation. The Lord's promise, because of the covenant, I will remember their sins no more. Hindi niya sinabi niya, I'll remember their sins no more for a while. But later on at judgment day, I'll remember them. No, he says, I will remember their sins no more. But if you're out of the covenant, you're still not remembering your sins, except the big one, the one sin. And that's the sin of refusing to receive Jesus Christ as your only way of salvation. You just imagine kung may malaking barko that's going from the Philippines to Alaska or someplace, right? Freezing cold water, pero tuwang-tuwa ka doon, yung nasa jacuzzi ka na, and, and there's a casino and buffet, and you're eating and you're happy, you're on a cruise. Pero ang dami niyo, mga thousand plus na tao. And all of a sudden, like the Titanic, your your boat hits an iceberg and it starts to sink. And everybody's going to drown. It doesn't matter if you're a good swimmer. This is the ocean. You're not going to make it. No, Listen, no one can save himself. The ocean is too deep. Our sin is... Too many. The, the high standard of God is too far. No one, thousands of years, everyone tried. No one could obey the Ten Commandments. Just ten. No one could do it. 
No one can save himself. So here's your boat sinking. And all of a sudden, the, the, the rescue boat comes. You know, the Red Cross or whatever. And, and, and they have a boat and mga salbabida hinagiseyo and you're freezing and you're afraid of the sharks who are swimming around you. You're, you're gonna die. Ito na hinagiseyo ng salbabida and said, come on, get in the rescue boat. We will save you. And you will say, I'm busy. I'm too busy. Makano makuha doon? Wala, hindi makakatulong sa buhay ko yan. Nag-aaral pa ako. I have to build my business first. I can't be saved. I can't take this. I don't want to transfer to that boat. That doesn't have good enough food. Come on. You know, you see how, what I'm saying? There's a way to be saved. And you got one shot. You got one chance. That is Jesus Christ. The only way. Your sins, plural, will be remembered no more. But you've got to be in Christ to escape the avenger. Because the avenger is going after the devil. Listen to me. Impierno ay hindi para sayo. It's not for you. And judgment day does not determine whether you go to heaven or hell. You determine that today. It's your decision that determines whether you go to heaven or hell. Judgment day is just simply separations. It's all it is. It's separating those who are in Christ from those who are out. And if you're in Christ today, do not fear punishment. Fear has something to do with punishment. But where God's perfect love is, it drives out fear. You don't have to fear judgment day. You were judged in Christ on the cross. Nang shay namatay bilang ikaw, proxy, covenant head, a representative. And if you join your life to Him in faith, you will never be judged. You will never be condemned. And if you give your life to serve Jesus, there are Rewards. There are rewards. So judgment day is not about where you spend eternity. It's more on how. Friends, all of us will die. Lahat. Maybe sooner, maybe later. Kapatid ko na matay, 24 years old. Pero ang lola ko, magwa 104 na. I don't know how long I will live. I don't know how long you will live. But those in Christ, your judgment is in the past. That's good news. And those who are not yet in Christ are hindi ka pa sure kung ikaw ay nakipag-isa kay Kristo. I'm not talking about a religion. I'm not talking about attending church or giving money or being a member somewhere. This is about have you received Jesus as your only way. Stop trying to save yourself. Stop trying to fix your own life. You can't do it. Surrender your life to Jesus. And if you're out of Christ, your judgment is in the future. But there's still good news. That's still good news. Because there's still time.
there's still time to 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 repent which is change your mind and, and to believe to believe that there is a loving God who's an avenger for you not against you he came to save you not condemn you will you join him will you join his side and come to him